It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, November 20th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Uh, it's going to be a very long one today. I included like most of the show because it was a good show. Oh, jeez. It was a good time. Long, long one. Yeah. Hopefully you're okay with that. Uh, how was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. We had one night only, of course, on Friday, so we got to meet a ton of friends at the show, which was awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like more than half that venue was big fans of, of X. Yeah, so, probably. Um, which was really cool. And then went snowboarding on Saturday, went on a bike ride because the weather's been so damn warm that we can snowboard. Like, I literally woke up on Sunday morning debating if I wanted to go snowboarding or on a bike ride. Like, it's just a good been problem glorious, to have. right? Uh, yeah, caught up with a bunch of friends. That was it. What about you? Uh, Brigham was sick this weekend. So he was start- oh. I took him and Bo to the to, to the metric show on Friday night. Yeah. And on the way there, he's like, I don't know if I feel good. And then he got worse the next day. And so he was kind of like stuck on the couch all weekend. McKenna was out of town with some of her girlfriends. Oh, no. So I was kind of stuck to the house as well. Uh, but it was good. I just did some puttering. Took as care you. of Brigham. Good yeah. dad things. Puttering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got some good sleeps, good. so good. doing good. On today's show, uh, well, you know what? I don't even think I'm going to tell you about it. I think we're just going to launch right into it. Uh, although, you know what? There, I don't think we'll do a middle section to today's podcast because I'm going to use what I was going to talk about in the middle section for what did you learn today, Okay. which I'll throw at the back end of this podcast. Cool. If that's cool with mm-hmm. you. So I will let you know right now that the Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Homes is building paired homes in the community of Sirocco at Pine Creek. You can find your Yell Test approved duplex in this beautiful community close to nature. Their most popular duplex floor plan, the Cascade, is available. Ooh. And their duplexes start from the 560s. ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. We can handle the big balls. I've been playing with the big balls my whole life. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got this message from friend of the show, Aaron. Uh, and I thought this was hilarious. She said, you know how you've taken songs that contain the lyric body and dropped in how we like to say that word? Yeah. Body. Body. Bodies. Body. 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 She suggested we do the same thing <laughs> with the word brother. Okay. Only I with like the Hulk getting. Hogan pronunciation of brother. Yep. In honor of my handlebar mustache, yes. right? Oh, my Which Sometimes God. it just comes out when you have a handlebar. Brother. Brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Because um, she said that she she thought about this, the new Blink-182 song, One More Time, has a few brothers in yeah. it. So she thought we could drop the, uh, make the handlebar mustache version of, of those songs. Handlebar-ify some songs. Yeah, we can handlebar them up. Yep. So here's the one that Aaron suggested. Strangers, from strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. Just Plus like that. Better. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what about Avicii? Oh, it's probably the most famous song. Probably, with, yeah. Uh, hey, brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. That word is sprinkled all throughout that it's, song, too. I know, too. right? It's good. What if I'm far from home? Oh, brother, That really adds to it, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact about that song, the guy singing, the guy who did the vocal track for that is Dan Tominsky who also sang Man of Constant Sorrow in the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art, where art Thou? Oh, wow. Nice little connection there, They're right? say he also has handlebar mustache. I'm like, I can tell. <laughs> you can tell by the way he says brother. Yeah, sure. that, was, that was definitely him there, wasn't it? Oh, brother! 
Uh, this is probably my favorite song that says the word brother, and it's. Brother! All right, beautiful. We'll have yeah. to think of a few more and bring this Definitely, back. That's yeah. been fun. <laughs> Handlebar them up. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Where is Santa's most baller display in Calgary? The malls are already setting up their Santa displays. I think some are actually already set up. Somebody was saying that they want to take a photo with Santa already, which yep. seems oh, early yeah. for Santa. Is they, it already? Well, I know like the mall that McKenna works at, they start like the the night that the mall closes on November 11th. Oh, wow. Because they won't put it up before Remembrance Day. Right. But as soon as the mall closes, I think they get to work that night. And Santa's already taking photos with kids? I didn't, it's, it's okay. I, I mean, think, I, I guess. I don't know when the photos start. I don't know when Santa starts showing up, but they get their displays going pretty early. Right. No, somebody said that they took photos with oh. Santa. So Santa's out and about. But yeah, I guess we're just over a month from Christmas. That makes I sense. So. If you want to get the cards out in time. I was going to and... say, I suppose, for the Christmas card mailing out. But yeah, yeah, where is the cool, like, where is Santa's most awesome display? Well, I mean, the one, McKenna works at South Center, and that, that display is awesome. Is they it? have this, like, huge fake tree, but it's not a Christmas tree. It's oh. like, I don't know how to describe it. But it's like, um, but it's delightful. It's like a tree canopy and everything. Yeah, it's like a whole enchanted village. Okay. It's amazing. I don't. I think that's the nicest one that I've seen. I was gonna say because it probably is to do with the budget of the mall, right? Like, so the nicer malls, you'd assume, would have the more baller displays. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the mall that I grew up in, we've talked about, where Santa was off in a corner, where the lights were flashing and flickering, and <laughs> that would yeah. not be where Santa would want to go. He would probably Not be like there. hiring additional elf security for him and being like, got to bring some extra, extra elves in for this one. The elves all look like ex-cons that you really don't want to mess with. And the elves here look tough. Where's, <laughs> where's the that, greasiest elves? The ones that are in and out of juvie. Those are the ones we need to come That elf has Santa. cauliflower ear. Holy crap. <laughs> He's been in some scraps. I'll take you. Does Santa go and pick? I wonder. Yeah, it's the most... He's like, okay, for this display, we're good. You guys can relax. But then he's like, oh, we're going to Shoppers World in Brampton. Okay. I heard this great stand-up comedy bit one time, and I think it was, uh, I think it was our friend Alex Carr, who used to work here at the station. Yeah. Uh, very funny stand-up comedian. If you get the he chance is. to see he's him, he's great. But he he talks about how um, Santa at Rough Malls just spends all day lying to poor kids. Oh my God. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try to get you that. <laughs> like, it's like that is. That would be so such a bummer, isn't it? Oh my god! Yeah, man. Like, uh, oh, okay. So not those malls. Not I'm thinking. those malls. Yeah. Okay. Um, so South Center is the place to be. That's good I to know. I'm trying to think, but sometimes, I, yeah, I know. I, I agree with you that it seems like it would be tied to the the amount of money that comes in at the mall. You think so? But sometimes I've been at like a really big mall and been somewhat surprised at how toned down their Santa display is. How modest it is. Oh, you know, interesting. Okay, so, so maybe it doesn't always depend on that. Maybe not. Maybe just the advocate, the person who is doing the marketing for the mall probably and how much spirit they have, you know, if they're maybe. really into Christmas, maybe like, we've got to make this good. We're going to blow the budget all for, for Santa this year. Oh. Yeah, or maybe you just become known as like a mall that's a Santa hotspot, right? That's also, I found out that the Santa does house calls for photos as well. If you go to Calgary Ultimate Santa, he's got a full website, and you can go and hire him in for your own house personal photos and stuff, oh, too, cool. which is kind of cool. So, yeah. You don't want to fight the lines at the mall? Nope. Santa's stepping it up a bit, and you can just bring him right to your own house. So I guess that's another way of doing it. Very nice. I wonder how expensive it is for Calgary Ultimate well, Santa to come. Santa photos home. aren't cheap. No. But the ones at the mall are not cheap. No? No. How much are they? <sighs> I, well, I, we don't do it because it's too expensive. Okay, but fair. <laughs> 
I, I'm going to have to look. My mom was never, she was always too cheap to get let me get a, a photo with Santa, so. Is it cheaper at the rough malls, do you think? Because I'm a cheap man. No, I'll I think go it's there. probably more expensive because they have to pay for all the additional security. and Shauna podcast. I didn't go very far this weekend. Uh, my youngest son Brigham was super sick. I guess there's a, a lot of like, little kids are sick right now. Oh no! Heard there's some sort of flu going around, or I don't know if it's a variation of that novel coronavirus. Oh, something like that. I've, I don't know, but he was uh, he was. Pretty down and out. Probably the sickest he's ever been. He barely left the coach all weekend. Oh, that's awful. Um, Poor guy. How's this for a Terry move, though? Uh, and I got to warn you, I got a ton of Terry content this week. Been sent a lot of really good Terry stuff Great. by friends of the show recently. Okay. All right. But I was a bit of a Terry. Uh, he was running a fever all weekend, and that was the symptom of his that I was most concerned about. I didn't want his fever to get out of control. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have a thermometer in the house, so I just used a meat thermometer. I've got a I got one for barbecuing. I mean, that's resourceful, so, I suppose. So I used that. Um, uh, Terry was on it. You must have you must have a newer age meat thermometer because my mom had one of the ones that's just old school. With and the dial? Yeah, with the dial. Yeah, no, this is a digital one. Okay, and it gives you like an instant say, readout. The like, dial, like unless your fever, you know, I think it starts at like 100 degrees or something. Uh, so that okay. one, one, and it has like the really sharp thing that. Yeah, this one had the sharp thing too. But okay. I was just like, be careful with this as I put it under your tongue. It's fair, yeah. And it read out at like 98 degrees. And oh, I was okay, like, I think so that's kind worked. of where someone's supposed to be, isn't wow. it? Yeah. Okay. Give or take. Give or take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't do the rectal thermometer. No. Uh, do people still do the rectal thermometer? I never. No. 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 We never did the ah. rectal thermometer ever. No. I was reading about that. Apparently, that is still the most accurate way to take someone's temperature. I think I'm good with the take, like the you know, the few degrees off that you yeah. can get without putting it in my anus. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Like, I'm okay with the, yeah, like the I, inaccuracies by a degree or two in each right? direction. They're like, like no, I, have, I not, think I'm okay. Not, show us your anus. You can use, use the armpit. That's good. But yeah. I'm good without putting it up my butt. Okay? Even during, you know, when they were, they were taking our temperature during COVID everywhere mm. you went, where they'd hit you with that little yeah. wand or whatever. Yeah, I'm glad like, they yeah, didn't go for your ass. <laughs> Like, not this thing isn't entirely accurate. It needs to be in your, your butt. Pants, okay? <laughs> drop your pants. We're going to stick it up your anew. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was talking with a friend about late night TV on the weekend. We were talking about sleepovers for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but back when we all had cable, and I was laughing because uh, my friends and I, when we had sleepovers, we used to watch the TV late at night, and we'd wait for Red Shoe Diaries to come on. Was that a dirty show? It was a dirty show. I don't remember Red Shoe Diaries. You don't remember Red Shoe Diaries. No, I remember lots of others, but... So, yeah, it was on late late at night, and so we'd always boobs, my friend boobs and I. How is boobs doing? Boobs is great. Oh, that's tremendous. But her and I and our group of friends, we'd all just wait, and then we'd watch it and be like, oh, this is so risque. We're watching this dirty. It was a little softcore porn <laughs> that we'd be watching. And then my friend was like, oh, yeah, we used to do that. And he's like, I don't remember Red Shoe Diaries, but he said, we would wait. And he goes, but we wouldn't get the chance channels that would have the super risque stuff, but it would still be kind of wavy. You'd be all scrambled, right? And he was like, and we would wait and we'd watch that. And then we would just wait for a boob to pop up on screen. That's a boob. That's a boob right there. And that would be it. And they'd all cheer. (laughs) It's a boob. (laughs) Guys, wait, is is that one a boob? Is that a boob? They'd all cheer. Yeah. And so he was like, we would all watch this ridiculous wavy, uh, scrambled version of it. And they would just wait in anticipation of a scrambled boob to pop up on screen, <laughs> and then they'd all get really excited. How do I not remember Red Shoe Diaries? Oh, I remember. So Showcase, the Showcase Channel, yeah, had some dirty stuff on after a certain time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also the home of Trailer Park Boys, right? Right. Um, but I remember 
you remember Latin Lover? <sighs> that was like softcore. Actually, um, vaguely, but for some reason, we always stuck Spanish. with, why was it Red Shoe Diaries? We always stuck, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't understand the plot. But you just waited for the one. boob, right? You're yeah. Like, oh, my God. Um, and then there were some educational programs that would have nudity as well. Do you oh. remember a show called Sexual Secrets? Okay, that one I don't remember. That was on late, too. Although, what's her yeah. name? Sex with Sue. I was going to say. that, of course. That is the goat, probably, if, of. If all else failed, you'd just listen to Sue Johansson talk dirty for half an hour, right? grandma talk dirty, which is super weird. But, yeah, we would do that, too. She just died. Oh, yeah, she did. She died in the summer. I don't remember hearing. A bigger deal needed to be made about that. What? We talked about it. It was a huge deal. Did Although, we? I think you were away. I may have even eulogized her when you were gone, but I talked about it for sure. It was a big thing. Jeez, I feel like I would have remembered that. Flags would have been at half mast for Sue. Johansson. Yeah, she'd be she talking about your half or full mass as well. So. podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh. A Monday conspiracy. I don't know if this one quite rises to the occasion of conspiracy, but okay. I'm putting it under this heading anyway, and you can decide for okay. yourself. Right. But we didn't talk about this last week, but I'm sure you saw the internet was abuzz with news that Snoop Dogg announced that he is quitting smoke. I did see you this. You probably saw that, hey? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. So Snoop Dogg released a statement that said, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. And of course, everyone is like, oh my God, the world really is ending. Snoop Dogg is That's quit- what quitting he does. weed. Lol. He smokes. <laughs> wow. Uh, that may fool the average person, Shauna, mm-hmm. but I am not buying it. Because first, I think Snoop Dogg is one of these master media manipulators. Like He knows how to get people talking about him how to shape his image, Yeah. how to, you know, he, like, think about when he changed his name to Snoop Lion, just for no reason, and everybody talked about I that. I forgot about that. And then he changed yeah. it back, and it was mm-hmm. just like, that was nothing. Yeah. But he, he got us talking about him. Or like how, you've probably heard the rumor that he employs someone whose sole job it is to roll joints for him. Right, yeah. That's outrageous. That like, was a big discussion. You don't, nobody needs that. That's just part of his branding, right? He's very smart like this. He's, he, he gets it. Yeah. Knows how to get people talking about him. So the other thing that that stuck out to me about this, more glaringly, is the way the statement was worded. Because he said, after much consideration discussion with his family, he's decided to give up smoke. He didn't say he's giving up marijuana, Mm -hmm. wasn't giving up cannabis. Nope. He's giving up smoke. So maybe he's just into the edibles more now. Well, I wonder if he isn't getting ready to push some Mm -hmm. business venture that involves... Edibles, oils, gummy, something like that. Yeah. It's a very odd way to word it, to give up smoke. People wouldn't really talk like that, would they? No, no. Snoop Doggy Chow edibles or something like that. Oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you're right. Something. So, I mean, that I have, is an odd way of saying it, giving up smoke. And I feel like mm. this is his way of ramping up to it and getting people talking Smart. because he's very good at that. He is great he's at very that. good at that. All so, right, well, yeah. I may be wrong about this. Mm. Time will tell, but as it stands right now, Shauna, on the plausibility scale, how many fat Elon Musk joint rips on Joe Rogan out of 10 do you give this one? I'm going to give this one, you know, I'm gonna, it's pretty good. So 16 fat Elon Musk bong rips. Joint rips. Joint rips. He was hauling on, on that joint. Joe Rogan. Hard okay. as I've ever seen I got anyone there. do yeah. it. I- <laughs> Podcast. I've got to be honest with you, Beckler. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of five pin bowling. <laughs> I love bowling. Ten pin, love it. Five pin, never been a fan of the, the five pin bowling. Really? Yeah. They're not 
too different. They're very different. They're much smaller <laughs> balls. It's funny because when I was a kid, I remember we had a birthday party. It was a bowling birthday party. And my friend's dad made us play five pin because he was like, no, like 10 pin, the balls are too heavy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we can handle the big balls. I've been playing with the big balls my whole life. We should be doing 10 pin. Well, there's the out of context clip of today's show. Well, there it is. Yeah, a few times. But uh, this makes me like it even less. I didn't realize that five pin is only in Canada. Did you? No, I don't think I did. It was actually invented in Toronto. And the reason, I guess there was this guy who opened a 10-pin bowling alley right downtown Toronto. And it had like an orchestra and palm trees. And I guess it was this like really fancy bowling alley. But the people he attracted to that alley were these real white-collar Torontonians who I guess complained about the weight of the ball and the speed of the game. I almost feel like we need some Vancouver soft music on this. Honestly, soft. Super soft. They thought it was too heavy, so they complained to him and said, we need something different. So he actually whittled down the pins and made the balls much smaller so that these white-collar Torontonians could feel better about throwing them down the lanes. <laughs> okay? Well, I mean, five-pin bowling is better for children and old people. I, That's primarily who plays it, right? I guess so. I find it's big in the prairies that like in Saskatchewan, I had a, a few friends who were really into the five pin bowling and I was like, no, I want 10 pin or bust, man. Like, huh. weird. I mean, I'm not going to cast any judgment on games for old people. I no, love pickleball. If it's just love old people that, that play it, then that's different. But honestly, these people were it's too heavy. You know what mm-hmm. though? When I was when I was young, when I was growing up, my hands grew faster than my strength did. Oh, okay. And I couldn't get my fingers in the holes of any of the balls except for the really heavy ones, which oh. were too heavy for me to throw when I was like when I was young. So I was like, well, this I'm kind of at a predicament here. Like, Fair. This also seems like a bit of a soft problem, though. I feel like you could probably figure it out. You yeah. know, figure it out. But honestly, I just, I, this just doesn't, no, I did, I'm sorry. That was a bad pun. That was a bad Five pin must be cheaper to build and install too, because you'll see, uh, I think oftentimes like small towns, if they have have a bowling alley, it's probably going to be five pin. Oh, that's so sad. Soft Torontonians. That's all I'm going to think of every time I think of five pin now. The two activities are just so similar. I can't believe you love one and hate the other. They're the the same motion. It's the same concept. You roll the ball, you knock the pins down. It's not like they're night and day. The baby balls and the little baby pins. I'm like, no, no. I want some some weight, okay, and I want to put my fingers into that ball, and I want to rip it down and out and have some strength to it. Put some gumption behind that. You know, put some oomph. I'll give you this. It is far more satisfying Hitting 10 yeah. pins and five. Just five the bang even, and everything that comes yeah, with it, you know? Five, even when you get a strike. It doesn't That's feel it. like it's you've really done much. I'll give you that. Tink. Whereas like 10, especially the way that I bowl, Yeah. nowadays I take the heaviest ball and I throw as, as hard, hard as, as you I can. can. Like, yeah. Also not good for skill, but goal is to make the bins explode. Yes. Not if and if like if, if everyone else isn't looking that I'm doing it wrong. Of course. So, you're a meathead that wants yeah. the whole alley to stop yeah. when you throw that ball, even if you miss. You know? Meathead bowling. Meathead. <laughs> Let's get fifteen pin bowling going for us Sounds meatheads. Good. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My son Bo is telling me that uh, his class is watching Finding Dory right now. Okay. And uh, as great as I think Finding Dory is... Great movie. I'm not seeing the strong educational connection here. His teacher was hungover. That's what happened <laughs> That's what's going on there? Yeah. I mentioned this to Bo, and I was like, really? Finding Dory, hey? Like, does that tie into something you guys are learning? And he's like, one time we watched Frozen because water freezes. <laughs> I was like, okay. The teacher oh, had a few too many okay. wine glasses the night before and was just like, we need, we need something... <laughs> 
frozen because water freezes. Oh, that's wow. amazing. So he explained it to me, and it sounds like they might use movies as a reward for getting all their work done oh, okay. ahead of time Good. or, you know, for the class being well behaved. It makes a little more sense. Some parents might take issue with that. I don't no. I don't see the problem. I think if they're finishing all their work, that's fine. It's a little carrot and stick thing, right? Yeah, I get totally. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I, what I remember in my, from my time in school, and I don't know if you guys had TVs at Brampton Centennial Shauna or if those got stolen. Uh, we um, had one left, I think. <laughs> one that was shared amongst the school. The rest were definitely okay. broken or stolen. Um, typically, the movie we watched was directly tied to whatever we were learning about, right? Something right. we were doing, like a, a Shakespeare adaptation, yep. something like that. Romeo right? and Juliet, because of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, this, these ones that Bull mentioned are a bit of a stretch. Yep. Like, if we can watch Frozen because water freezes, that kind of blows it wide open to watching basically anything. We've made fun of this before because I swear that teachers, I know, sometimes they're just like, it's close enough. It's It's close enough, right? It's the one that they have. They're like, I'm going to make some loose connection. It's the the TV that's here, or it's fine. Yeah. Oh, well, we just finished up a unit on the hydro cycle, so Avatar, Way of Water. Absolutely, yeah. Let's watch it. Yeah. Harry Potter, they they also go to school. So. (laughs) You're in school. They're, you're in school. They are also school. We're going to watch a great movie uh, covering the human digestive system. It's called The Human centipede oh god so, like, make that connection oh my god we're gonna we're gonna watch dumb and dumber this, this shows what happens when you don't go to school this is what happens okay, kids this is it yeah you know in this show they light a couple of fires uh, it's called lord of the rings i knew this was coming by the yeah. way mm-hmm. yeah well i mean if you're gonna find an excuse to watch something yeah if you're gonna find an excuse to just play this music and annoy everybody it's good yeah sit in it for a second <sighs> howard shore what a genius. Okay, I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm good. Okay, I'll be here if you need me. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I don't know why, but I was thinking about the term scumbag when you call somebody a scumbag recently. Was Who like, was being a scumbag, Shauna? I don't know. I was trying to remember why, but I, I got thinking about it and was like, this is a weird term. Did like you call a scumbag. A sc- you scumbag. Right? Yeah. I just, hey, I yelled that. Yeah. To, it was actually a friend of mine. I was like, you're a scumbag. Where does that come like, from? Oh my. Geez. Why, why did I say that? Uh, so I got reading into where that came from. So in 1812 was the first reference to a scumbag. And it was in relation to a straining bag when refining sugar. So they used to refine sugar and then they'd use this bag to, you know, strain essentially. Okay. And that's the first use of scum, meaning, you know, like foam or (laughs) crap, which we use for cleaning products and stuff, right? You want to get the scum off. So that's where that comes from. Scum itself is a funny word. It is a a funny word. And to call someone that? I know. You're scum. You're scum of the (laughs) earth. Um, But then over the next century uh, to century and a half, the word evolved into meaning something very different. In, In 1939, the American Journal of Orthopsychiatry, which is an official medical journal, used the word scumbag to mean a dong bag. Oh, a, a dinger jacket. Oh, a tie domey? A tie domey. A domer? A glass slipper. That's what <laughs> they used. And I was like, holy crap. And I guess for, for a good couple decades, that was a very popular way to reference 
the banana burka. So <laughs> now that I know that, I don't think I will ever be able to use that term. To banana burka? I've never heard that one. So when, when we use the term scumbag, are we referring to that or are we going back to the days of like refined sugar? And well, this scum? is it, but it really blurs it all together, isn't it? And I'm like, I don't, I'm never going to be able to say that out loud and not think of the reference to the, the banana burka anymore. So. I, I can't call people that. Ah, you know what I mean? Me. Like, holy, I did not know that. How did, so somehow it fall, fell out of favor or maybe in Canada it did because I've never heard of it referenced that way before. No, if you hear it now, it it's only, just, it strictly means, means like a crabby person, a crabby right? Person, yeah. Not the whole dinger jacket. Yeah. So here we are. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't use that again. No. <laughs> Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Here's another TV trope for you, Beckler. Mm-hmm. The fact that couches are never against a wall, ever. Think of any apartment. Think of the friend's apartment, Fresh Prince mm-hmm. Bel-Air, full house, all in the family, always in the middle of the room. Big Bang Theory in the middle Dead of the room. Dead center of the room. Yes. Yes. Never are they against a wall. And when you think about real life, like, I, the majority of living rooms, the couch is against the wall. Yeah. It so. Has, well, I know that it's a, like, I once read for an interior, it's an interior design principle that you don't put furniture right up against a wall. Right. And I don't know if that's true or not, but once I read that, I was like, oh, that that's interesting. So our new house, the living room is big enough that I can pull the couch away from the wall a bit. Right. I've never lived in a place that had enough room before to do that. Yes. And it does look really nice when it's not pushed right up against the wall. For sure. But if you live in an apartment, like yep. most apartments do not have that option. No. Most houses don't have that option. And even if so, it's a little bit away from the wall, it's normally not right in the middle of the room. You're right. Like right dead center, as you said. Huh. But it is in. And now that you think about it, every time you watch a sitcom, you'll notice that the couches are always in the side of the room. Yeah. Uh, although I read into it and it's actually a practicality thing. Okay. It's because if they put the couch against the wall, it's going to create some crazy shadows that are very distracting for when you're watching. Oh. So that yeah. is why they do it. It is actually because they, they can't really. And there'd be no way to light it. No. In a way to get rid of those shadows, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to see like the whole shadow puppet thing going on behind them. Yeah. But I never really noticed it before. And all of a sudden, then I started thinking about it. I'm like, in every one, every single sitcom, it's super rare. And if they, especially if they sit in them, Mm -hmm. sometimes if there's like a decorative couch or something, maybe it'll go in passing against a wall, but Mm -hmm. you'll never see people sitting down on couches against a wall. It's also funny when you think about the sitcom, how important the couch is to the setting. It is. So much of the... It's really the focal point. Yeah, it really, it is. Yeah. As I'm going through my like mental Rolodex of... Of sitcoms. You can picture that the couch. 70s show. And yeah. 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 So that's a really big design piece for sure. You really have to think about what kind of couch you're doing. And it's going to be dead center in that room. So. The Simpsons have their couch up against the wall. They do. But that's a cartoon it's where a little shadows bit different. aren't an issue. That's why. Yep. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Nick, sent me a photo of a van he passed on the road here in the city. It's a white van. And in big blue letters on the side of the vehicle, it says, stop war play hockey. Okay. It also has two hockey nets fastened to the roof okay. of the van facing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick said, you can't see it in the photo, but the driver looked like quite a Terry, I was as you say, can imagine. Terry. Yep, I'm imagining. Told you I had Terry content this week, oh, Sean. Didn't, yeah. I tell you? Didn't I tell you? you I did. Did. Oh, I, yeah, lots of Terry content this week. Now, the s- Stop War, Play Hockey, the Stop War segment, I think most of us would agree with. Yeah. I don't see what hockey has to do with it, though. 
It's not like it's an either or choice. No. It's not like you can have war or hockey. Kind of shoehorned in there, not, right? Not like just somebody who's really passionate about hockey and doesn't <laughs> like war. Okay, interesting. Uh, I also, I don't know if hockey is the answer to mm. armed conflict to between nations. Oh. We got two fairly major conflicts going on yeah. in different parts of the world right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know if if we just introduced hockey, if that would. What if we set up a game it? between the two, right? And then that's what he's like. Just yeah, here you go. Yeah, probably geez, wouldn't go well. Um, there was a rumor going around online. I think it was fake, but that Israel and Palestine were supposed to play a soccer match coming up hmm. and everyone's like, well, that can't nope, happen. Nope, and I don't think it ever, it was just like just a doctor yeah. image or whatever, but yeah, I don't know no. if that. No, playing hockey, so, yeah, probably not going to work. No, I don't think so. Uh, Don Cherry might disagree though. Well, these conflicts are incredibly complex, Don, going back generations. Like, oh, why would you worry about all that when you could just lace up the skates and play a bit of hockey now? The Leafs are 10-5-1. That's what really matters. Aren't you all about supporting the troops, Don? Only when they're good Canadian boys. And only when they're dropping the mitts with one of those countries where I can't pronounce anyone's names. Let's go. Podcast. You know what I forgot about until recently? Hmm. That in Ontario, there are any energy savings during non-peak hours. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you do your laundry and your dishes at certain times, you actually are saving money on your energy bill. Okay. D- like, we don't have that here, right? Jeez, if we do, I, it hasn't been well publicized. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we do. I have no... I, I mean, I've heard of that in other places. Yeah. Especially with, like... You know, the electric vehicle charging issue mm-hmm. and, you know, how much that draws from the grid in certain areas. Yeah. I know, I think in California, they give you like incentives to right. to charge your vehicle off off peak hours. Right. I think they have that as well. I haven't heard of that here. It's a big savings too. Like when I, when I looked recently, I think it's 18 cents a kilowatt during peak hours and eight cents during non-peak hours. So less than half. Less than half. So wow. that's huge. It's kind of hilarious to think about though, right? It's kind of like the old long distance plans we used to have where you wanted to wait until after 6 p.m. to call people. Yeah, we were just talking about right? that. Hey, like you'd have to call someone later at night. This is kind of the energy version of this. Although I, it was hilarious because when I was in when I was in university, we had a rules in the house where you weren't allowed to do the laundry or the dishes until after 7 p.m. because we were very poor. <laughs> were peak hours after 7 or before? After. after peak o- okay. Sorry, peak hours were before, so you wanted to do it after because those oh, are non-peak okay. hours, right? So it would be 7 p.m. and later. It was like, you can do the laundry then, but if you dare do it before, no, no. Are you nuts? You're crazy. <laughs> right in the dryer at 5? <laughs> What, are we made of money? Well, this is even funnier is I just saw that they now have uh, even more so discounted hours after 11 p.m. Wow. So now they're, and it's like down to two cents or something when you do your laundry and stuff after 11. I'm like, oh my God, all the college kids now would be. <laughs> Money's so tight. You're going to be setting an alarm, rolling out of bed at Seriously, two in the morning. You're waking up uh, all your roommates. Guys, we're not my- sleeping tonight. <laughs> it's laundry night. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey. What did you learn today? What did you learn today, Shauna? Pretty quick, but I learned that uh, paleontologists and stuff, if you ever wanted to know the difference between a a fossilized bone and a regular rock, which sometimes it's tough to tell the Mm -hmm. difference, it's very simple. Uh, You lick them. So your tongue will stick to a fossil because of the pores in the bone. 
So that's how you know that it's a bone is you lick it. And if your tongue sticks, then it's a bone. And if it's if it falls, then it's, it's a rock. And they actually use this method fairly often, which is. I didn't know paleontologists were out there licking fossils. Hilarious, so. right? Because you just envision people and or like, you know, archaeologists and stuff in labs. They're all just licking stuff. I, don't, I can't really tell. Is this John? John, I'm just going to lick it and find out. Oh, I no, think John has bone. something big. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, yeah. He licked it. It's he, big. It's uh, sticking. It's sticking <laughs> on his tongue. It's a big one. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway. Earlier on the show on Conspiracy Corner, we were talking about this news from la- this announcement that Snoop Dogg made that he's done with smoke. He's quitting smoke. Yep. And everyone's like, oh my God, he's quitting Snoop Dogg. He's Everybody not was talking smoke about weed it anymore. But yeah. And I was like, I don't buy this. No. The wording of it is odd, and this guy is a master media manipulator. Yep. He can he can get people talking like nobody else. In fact, I said this at like what seven twenty this morning. That may fool the average person, Shauna, mm-hmm. but I am not buying it. And then just a few minutes after I said that, Snoop Dogg posted a video on Instagram. And check this out. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Oh my God. Clever. So there's an ad for Solo Stove, the smokeless fire pit. And it's so funny because when you were talking about it, uh, you know, the, the the way he said smoke, going smokeless, it was like, that's weird. So I was like, maybe it's edibles. Like, that's I was what like, we thought. It, yeah, I, which I was, makes sense, but it's even worse. It's just a <laughs> smokeless fire. Like, that's a But we did predict sellout. that it was, it was, he was ramping up to some sort of business venture. And there's evidence of that on our podcast. You can go and back. Minutes after he announces it. That's oh. the fastest I've ever been proven correct before. Yeah. What a turnaround. Wow. So, I mean, and I get by like playing the whole ad and stuff, we're kind of, we're playing into it, right? It's the, the, we're giving him the attention that he wants, but it's the paradox. Yep. We're always talking about how you got to be aware yep. of, of the marketing out there. That's what's it. What's being sold be to you. Be woke. Okay. That means something else. Oh. Um, and with any, with anybody who's, any of these people who are always in the media, you know, there's some people that you just always hear about. Yep. They, they're doing it on purpose. Right, they uh, there's always an ulterior motive to it. There's they're very very good at just keeping their names in the news. And Snoop Dogg is he was Gets successful because a lot of people fell oh, for it. Yeah. So can't hate him for that. Nope. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast, brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9 Monday through Friday, six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X 92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say, f-. find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.